1: Okay, should we just launch right into yeah, it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay.
0: We just <sighs> recorded the Patreon.
1: Please subscribe. Subscribe, please. <laughs> please. Um, My landlord is trying to raise the rent, so if that's not enough of a reason to subscribe to the Patreon, then you
0: yeah. know what is. Also, we have to buy tickets to Mexico at some point. <laughs> yeah. So you also ha- you should subscribe so that we can go to Mexico. Just think of all the content we'll give you in Mexico. Ugh. <sighs>
1: Oh, my God. We promise we'll record an episode in Mexico, in Mexico. with some of the friends that we talk about. Yes, so you can finally will. hear from the, the myth and the myths, the not all of them men and the legends, <laughs> <laughs> the, the myth, the them, the and legend. legend.
0: <laughs> Best. Mistakes.
1: We haven't had a guest episode in a while actually. We should just do a guest episode soon.
0: I was gonna actually bring that up when we were not recording. So, yeah. yes. Yeah, last month we haven't we didn't have a guest episode. Yeah. Oops. Oops, but we Oops. did the month before that. So,
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, maybe we'll have a guest soon. Right into the pod, let us know if there's any of our friends you want to hear from and or like just like comedians or like Twitter personalities that we might no, yeah. um, and we will try to get the people that you want to hear from on the pod. Um yeah. anyway, what's up? What's up with us this week?
0: It's a new week. Excited about it. By the time this is out, we'll be on the road to
1: Atlanta Pride to Atlanta
0: Pride. I can't um,
1: wait. I'm gonna be absolutely hooking up with one of my crushes in Atlanta.
0: Anya definitely will. I hopefully will. I think you will. I don't have any crushes that will be there. But wait,
1: really? None of your crushes are coming. That's not true. At least one of your crushes is literally coming in the car with us.
0: OK, but that crush is like my <laughs> best friend. And we're never and it's gonna... me. And it's Anya. <laughs> well, I... Me and my best friend are never going to hook up um, unless like we're on a lot of drugs, which famously I can't be on right now. Yeah. A lot. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you can be on like a can drug be on drug Yeah <laughs> you can be on drug
1: And maybe it'll be enough drug That y'all hook up at Atlanta Pride Yeah uh, I mean
0: that's a lot I do you know Yeah like that's a crush Another friend who is It's not necessarily a crush But I just want There are people that I want to hook up with That will be there Okay But they're not crushes Yeah yeah yeah, yeah Anyway yeah. I hope that I hook up with someone That would be hot Um, either way, I'm just so excited to go. I'm excited to party, to dance, to be with all of our friends. And for specifically the road trip aspect. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be cute. Oh, I should get my oil changed again. (laughs) I literally just got my oil changed. And it's like, you're supposed to change your oil every like 5000 miles. And I've already driven 5000 miles on the car since... Cause, cause since getting the oil changed, we went to Honcho. Yeah. Then I went, I went to Hartford, Connecticut and then to P town and then back to New York. And then I drove all the way to and from Chicago all within the last month Mm
0: -hmm. and a
1: half. Yeah. And so it's like, you're supposed to get your oil, oil changed either once every like six months or once every 5,000 miles, which people who mostly just drive in their city, it's like that takes about six months to rack up, but Mm -hmm. it took one month for me because of what a fucking full life I live. (laughs) So I need to get my oil changed again before we drive to Atlanta, but that's okay. It only costs like $65, which is not like cheap, but it's not as much as like most car
0: work is. I mean, if you wanted to I can help you with that. I feel like it's your friend. We all use your car. We can. I know. We go been, on so many road trips with you. We can <laughs> help you pay for your oil change.
1: Yeah. I mean, so many of like I, whenever I go on a road trip with friends, I find that I'm not really ever paying for the gas though. Yeah. So I'm like. True. I can pay for the oil The oil change. That's fine. Yeah. Because it's also literally like half of the reason I'm getting this oil change is because I alone drove to and from Chicago. True, true, true. And it's whatever. It's $65. Yeah. That's like. Two OnlyFans video sales. It's fine. Um, speaking of, subscribe to
0: my OnlyFans. Oh, my God. Subscribe to my OnlyFans, please. Subscribe to both of our OnlyFans. Please subscribe to my OnlyFans. I'm putting more <laughs> effort into content because I was so lazy all summer because I had more money than I do now. So, you yeah. know, I'm back at it. And uh, people are liking my content. So subscribe. Yeah. Uh,
1: I w- we both are hot hotties with little bodies. <laughs> and we would love to show them off to you at a very specific price
0: for me. $5
1: <laughs> for me. You can get it at $5. I do a lot of sales. Yeah. Um, but you know, it fluctuates 10 to 15. Um, but I, you know, if you want to hold out for my next sale, I often have $3 sales as well. Cause I'm, I love, you know, I'm not an elitist. I want people of all incomes to be able to jack off to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's see if you're one. I don't know how much it's actually coming through that. My voice is very hoarse right now. It's because I did scream at a Harry Styles concert last night. So if you want to hear more about that, subscribe to the Patreon episode. But yeah, I've seen Harry Styles twice on this tour and I plan on maybe seeing him for a third time on this tour. And if that if that if loving Harry Styles and seeing him live three times in concert makes me wrong, bestie, I don't want to be right. Yeah. Um, I love that little queer baiting, gender fluid, white pop star (laughs) (laughs) that everyone seems to fucking hate, but also sells out Madison Square Garden every time him are
0: truly so dumb. It's like uh, he is objectively attractive. He's objectively talented. He's also like...
1: like sweet and often on the right side of history. Both concerts I've seen so far. He like waves a Black Lives Matter flag like multiple times throughout the concert, which I know is like, you know. Just saying Black Lives Matter is the bare minimum, but it's not like every pop star is making a point to incorporate it into their fucking, like, tour.
0: Yeah, it's also just like he, it's always, like, dumb. It's just always dumb people who have some shit to say about Harry Styles, (laughs) in my experience. Like, they never have any actually, any actual critique about him. It always comes down to the fact that, like, they think he's queer baiting. which I'm going to save this because this is part of my hot take.
1: Oh, great. So save it. And we can launch into that momentarily. Okay. But yeah, I agree with you fully. I um also don't think that it's queer baiting. Maybe this is part of your hot take, but like I don't think it's queer baiting to be a queer person and not and that and not make it everyone's business exactly what you are. And I think he's made it very clear that he is queer. He just hasn't formally come out as a specific yeah. orientation. And I just think that like, while it is very affirming and helpful to have people that are visible and like loud and proud about like their various orientations it also is like affirming and I think like a good thing for visibility for people to be like openly and like uh, proudly queer without making it like a specific type of queer that they are and like screaming it from the mountaintops exactly who they fuck but whatever he said multiple times that he's not straight Yeah, so like Everyone needs to stop calling that queer baiting just because he hasn't given it a, a specific orientation. Mm-hmm. I'm over it. He mm-hmm. also, he waves that bisexual flag a lot during his shows too. So no speculation, but I do think we, <laughs> I do think he, we've gotten slight confirmation from him. Yeah. Anyway, shall we? Let's do it. Mistakes, keepsakes, hot takes. You, since you have your hot take ready to go, do you um, want to go?
0: Sure. Mistakes, keepsakes, and hot takes. Um, I'll start with my hot take, which is just that, yeah, queerbaiting is a thing. Totally. But um, (laughs) I think that if you, my hot take is that if you are complaining about queerbaiting, it's because you are not living your life out in the real world as a queer person. Mm -hmm. And if you were, you wouldn't give a fuck about like a bad Netflix show queerbaiting you or a celebrity who's not queer baiting you, mm-hmm. accusing them of queer baiting you. Mm-hmm. It's just like dumb. And it's like, I just, yeah, it's like very, it's always like a tender queer yep. who's complaining about queer baiting. It's like, bitch, shut up. So yeah. My, <laughs> that. that reminds me of Charlene's tweet. Yeah. Um, uh, I pretty I almost always agree with Charlene so <laughs> Hold on I'm going to I'm going
1: to pull it up Sh- Charlene Incarnate um uh friend of the pod <laughs> 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 Um
0: let's see that is a guest I want on the pod Yeah
1: we I should think. get I mean I feel like we could get Charlene could on, the get on
0: the pod I'll I'll, I'll message her Let's, let's do it.
1: Um, I have to remind myself people on Twitter don't make friends easily. And that's why their takes on queerness are mostly conceptual. Yes.
0: So, yeah. I remember that. tweet. Yeah. I, such I, a funny tweet. It's so true. It's <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's like, man, I'm like, I have been out as something like, you know, I came out as bisexual at 13. I'm about to be, I'm going to be 27 in like four months. Like I have been out for over 10 years as like something Uh that is queer. So uh it's just like. I've
1: been out as a thing. I've been out as a thing for (laughs) over 10 years. Confirmed thing (laughs) for over
0: 10 years. So it's just like, I don't like when I meet someone my age, who's queer, who's complaining about this shit. And it has these like weird conceptual takes on queerness. I'm like, you are someone I don't want to hang out with. Yeah. Uh, Grow up. Yeah. Uh, I simply have to agree. I'm like, well, I just, I always want to ask like, when did you come out? Because honestly, it's like, if you just came out and you have these, like, conceptual ideas of, like, gender and sexuality, I'm going to be a lot more um, apt to, like, hold space for you. Because, like, God knows I had the most annoying takes on gender when I came out only five years ago. Yeah. It's like, it's what you do when you first come out. You're wounded, whatever. But it's like, my God, shut up. Totally. Ugh. (laughs) Um, My keepsake. uh, What's my keepsake? Um... My keepsake is that, and I'm not going to say too much because I talk about it in the Patreon episode, (laughs) but that I successfully went to my first after hours since getting out of the hospital and I did it in a way that didn't compromise my health and that was hot and cool and fun and chic even. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I got to a party, which was nice, with my friends and not be afraid that I was going to (laughs) die. One hell of a keepsake. One hell of a keepsake. Um, and then my mistake. Uh Um I don't really know. I I don't feel like I made any I didn't make any major mistakes. Um I like can't I simply can't think of a mistake. And I've been trying to think of one all day, to be honest. Of like something that I Regret. Okay, the only I guess like a mistake. It could be a mistake. I guess um trying to bring another friend into the mix of a friend group that I don't like you're the only other friend of mine that wasn't in it already that I've brought in. Yeah. Maybe I did that too soon. Maybe I shouldn't do it at all. Maybe that was a mistake. That could be a mistake. Sometimes not everyone needs to be friends with each other. Yeah, not all
1: friends need to like be friends with each other. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I, I, f- I understand that. Um, I don't think that that was, like, a mistake so much as, like, it just w- happened to, like, transpire in a, like, less than ideal way. But it wasn't, I think, because of that friend. Yeah. But, totally. yeah, I know what you mean. Um, my mistake this week. Um, my mistake was I... So as many people know, I took a break from um, doing ketamine for the month of September Mm -hmm. and I did it again this weekend and just like really, I don't know. I mean, I still love ketamine. I think it's an incredible recreational drug that um, if you're somebody who likes the effects of um, certain drugs like ketamine All more power to you, but I guess like, I just don't like it as much as I, like after the break I just had from it, Mm I, I realized I'm, I don't love it as much as I thought I did. And I like did it as if I still loved it that much. Mm -hmm. And then I just like really found myself having like, you know, anyone who's been in a K hole before is familiar with like the thought spiral that you can kind of fall down Mm -hmm. And mine was very, I mean, it was kind of funny. It wasn't like I was, like, traumatized by it or anything. But I got really in my head about, like, that we live in a simulation. <laughs> and everything, like, I just, like, while looking around, I just very much felt like I was in the middle of, like, my simulation. And I was, like, failing the test, you know? Uh, yeah. Um And like that to me is like kind of just like a funny story. And even in the moment I was like, bestie, you're only thinking this because you're like kind of in a K hole and like you're in a K hole. Cause you haven't done ketamine in a long time. Um, and I don't know, none of that is a mistake so much as like a realization yeah. that I'm not like trying to do as much of that anymore. Totally. Um, yeah, my keepsake. um, my keepsake is that, like, yeah, I have another crush that I'm excited about. And it's, like, fun to have a crush. Yeah. Um, I talk about that on the Patreon episode. But, I mean, I've had a crush on this person for a while. But we just, like, interacted this week. And it really was, like, it 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 was the most time we've ever spent together. And it very much was, like, for me, going from, like, a um, a conceptual crush based on, like, limited interaction and just like a mutual attraction mm-hmm. to like a confirmed crush. Cause like, we just like spent actual time together and I'm like, Oh, I actually think you're really rad. Yeah. Um, and that just feels good to have a crush. I love a crush. Um, so that's my little keepsake and I'm excited about it. Oops. They also listen to the pod. So I'm like, mm. hi. hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um, yeah, I'm still cool and like you have to work for my affection. OK, I'm still like a cool, tough Aries, but also like, hi, I have a crush. <laughs> um, let's see my hot take. Um, my hot take is that. Like, if you haven't interacted with someone in years and still have a strong opinion on them, that's weird. That's weirdo mm. behavior
0: agreed it's just strange like
1: there's definitely people that i don't like that like i haven't seen in years that if i were to see them again i probably would be like oh yeah i don't i'm not like a huge fan of yours but i wouldn't like just launch into that interaction assuming that they're like exactly who i didn't like before because like time goes by everyone um and yeah it's just straight up weirdo behavior and also if i haven't seen you in years i probably haven't thought about you in years so like Thanks for thinking of me, I guess, but (laughs) anyway, that's my hot take, spicy, sizzling hot and people grow and change. And I, if I don't like you, I assume that you have, yeah, that's all. Um, but also like, feel free to not like me based on who I currently am. I, I, I love that for you. In fact, um, people not liking you is confirmation that you have a personality As long as some people do like you, you know, like if no one likes you, like check in with that. But if some people don't like you, like congrats, you have a personality. Yep. Um. so I'm not offended by that to be clear
0: yeah I don't care if you don't like me but I just need to know I need like a list of why you don't
1: and like I just need to know that it's because of who I actually fucking am and not like an idea of who I am I actually don't need to know or like care that much I just think it's weirdo behavior that's yeah. all
0: I would like to yeah email me like
1: <laughs> send me an email
0: <laughs> I I personally would love to know why people don't like me um, would you
1: yeah, you should, you should set up a form. Spring. I honestly, that's, like, that's what that website was for. That website was made specifically for direct I know, feedback I remember, on why people don't like you. I Remember, my
0: aunt used to um, form spring me and say, "Nika, this is clearly hurting your feelings." <laughs> well, I mean, I'm assuming it was my aunt, like it wasn't my mom, but yeah.
1: Oh my god,
0: that's so auntie funny. Renee used to. Do you remember form spring forms? No, you're not. People your age run form yeah, spring. F- people your age were fully on, but it, form it was like a, it was like an anonymous people could submit anonymous like messages to you and then you could respond on a public forum. But it was j- obviously because we were all assholes and it's online. It was just used to cyberbully people. So instead of somebody being like, I really like you or Hey, what's up? How's your day? It would be people. It would be people messaging you anonymously to be like, this is why I don't like you. And one time somebody, and it was clearly an adult was like, Nico, like people are being mean to you. Why do you have this? And I was like, it obviously was, it was either on your or Graham. I think it was Auntie Renee, though, because that's when Auntie Renee was, like, spying on me on the internet when I was, like, 14. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, form spring Me. I'm going to set one up. And um, are you looking up the fuck up of the week? The fuck up of the week. I think it's Facebook.
1: Okay, I was go ahead. I was also thinking that well, we could talk about so that, but I don't know much about it. Facebook
0: and Instagram have been down all day. Yeah, and WhatsApp. Um, and so like for context, somebody like two days ago, or somebody a few days ago, who's been working for Facebook for a really long time, just came out as an official whistleblower, mm-hmm. and what they like whistle blew on was that they have made copies of over 10,000 different pages of documents from Facebook showing that Facebook is actually lying about how much effort they've put in to stop like false information from being um, mm. allowed on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And they've actually been actively helping false information to be put out there. Um, which, like, for example, obviously we know that, like, that can be directly linked to the 2016 election. But then also, like, um, I don't know how to say the country's name. Myanmar, Myanmar. <laughs> Thank you. Their um, their genocide that happened in 2018 yeah. is, like, literally began because the opposition government started using Facebook. So it's, like, pretty heavy. Yeah. Um, so, like, that, on top of Facebook being down today and then I also read on Twitter some coder was tweeting about the fact that it looks like Facebook might be gone forever like whoever hacked into Facebook apparently is like a really extreme hacker and they might have just deleted Facebook forever today today yeah this was just these were like coders that I was like reading their tweets on twitter it's not confirmed by any publication it could be bullshit
1: that would suck because there's a lot of photos of mine that are only on
0: facebook yeah <laughs> and i don't I have anywhere else Oops. same but like sayonara um i'm sure that will oh, wait I mean, it's fully oh is it back it's back lol these fucking coders <laughs> some co- these coders i was like i got deep into coding twitter today
1: yeah, it's um,
0: back. Oh, it's back. Cool. And all was, of, and all of my photos are there. Okay, was, I'm gonna
1: download all of those photos onto my computer today and back yeah. them up because for a long, like for the last like couple of years, I've had a few, like not like a ton of my photos, but there's like my computer crashed a few years ago mm-hmm. and like a lot of photos were lost and then I realized that most of them were in these like certain Facebook albums and then I kind of just like, instead of ever downloading them again and backing them up was like, well, they're on Facebook, whatever. Yeah. But now I'm like, "Mm, these hackers. And I would also love Facebook to be gone forever. That would be sick. So I'm going to go ahead and hey, anyone else that I know I'm not the only one in my age group that just has certain photos that are nowhere else but Facebook.
0: Download those photos real quick, please. And yeah, I mean, Definitely download them because, I mean, MySpace lost all of our shit like four years ago. Yeah. Which is the worst because I used to log in like once a year to go like look back at all those photos. Yeah, those are all gone. And all the music. There's, yeah. There's like so, just music that we never listen to and never will.
1: Thanks a lot, Justin Timberlake. And mm. another thing he fucked up.
0: What did he do? Doesn't,
1: didn't he own MySpace for a while? Did he? Right after
0: the social network, he bought MySpace. Wait, that's so funny. I didn't know that. Yeah. LOL. Is he in the <laughs> social network? Yeah. Oh, I've never fully I've never seen the whole movie.
1: Yeah, he's he's the one who he's like, drop the the just Facebook.
0: Okay. That's yeah. funny. Um I want to go and watch Facebook or the Facebook movie just because social network, just because of Bread to Song, but like the rest of the cast, not crazy about Jesse Eisenberg gives me anxiety.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean his I'm like, say it. He, the, say the, the uh, word. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Joe Firestone. Oh, oh I really? Love her. You know, like
1: really nice yeah, movie. but you're right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's and so funny. Is very nice, made clean at the that I oh yes, when he was dating Mia Wasikowska or whatever, right? Okay. Cute.
1: Okay, Jesse Eisenberg. Congrats on being nice, but also. <laughs> Well, that's, that's not like that doesn't automatically mean someone's nice, but <laughs> listen, in this house, we love Libras. We I'm just saying Libras. part of what I love about Libras is that y'all are kind of bitches. But I like that about you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Maybe the most Libra answer you could have given to that. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Also, while, while looking up the news in case we wanted a different fuck up of the week. But I think you're right. That is the fuck up. Mm-hmm. But um, one of the headlines that came up is Harry Styles confirms watermelon sugar is about the female orgasm.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> Which is, I think, obvious. But it's very funny that he apparently on stage at um, a show recently um, in this past week said that it's about um, how much he loves making a woman come
0: interesting harry styles do you also like girl dick i'm
1: curious (laughs) i yeah i have a feeling he does i have a feeling harry styles likes girl dick and boy dick
0: yeah okay it's not all it's not always um what's the word it's not always a sure thing if someone likes boy dick they also like girl dick so i'm so curious i could really see him throwing down I'm going to find out. <laughs> I'm going to do some research. Yeah. No, I mean, it's... there has to be a trans girl out there who would know. Yeah. We know that Drake likes girl dick. Really? Yeah. Um, famously. So he invited, I think it was, Nikki, isn't it Nikita Dragon? It was like someone I that he remember. invited to a party last year and then ended up uh, kicking out because every, he invited these trans girls to his party and then it was like a huge party. And then like asked them to leave because people were like why are these trans women here what yeah and so he made them leave and then they were like fuck you you invited us here but no one else knew that and then they said that they got a call from his like people in quotes a few hours after the party ended being like yeah so drake would actually like you to come back to the house and they were like oh so we can fuck now because all the guests have left no thanks what the fuck mm-hmm. yeah
1: Interesting, but I love that
0: about watermelon sugar, and I'm gonna listen to that <laughs> with so much more uh, context in mind now.
1: Yeah, it's that song already made me horny, but now, <laughs> <laughs> now it's a certified horny song. Um, that's the opposite. That's that's the opposite of the fuck up of the week. The wh- whatever we would say the opposite is.
0: Yeah, I don't know that it's gonna take a while for that song to get me horny because every time I listen to that song, I just envision me, you, your dad, and Buffy in the car. Driving to Vermont last summer.
1: Oh my god.
0: Um
1: why is that the because image it that was conjures playing up? The
0: car. That's so funny. You have like a we had, there was a playlist on watermelon sugar was on. Um yeah. What so. a fun little road
1: trip that was.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, okay. Listener mistake. Listener mistake. Listener mistakes. Hi Nika and Anya. This is the first time I've written into the pod. Congrats to me. I love the pod. Love the stories you tell about mistakes, especially Truly God's work Um, Unfortunately, my mistake revolves around My months-long romance with an actor I was straight out of college and clinging to anything That gave me some sort of affirmation And and schedule Um, I found an actor out of work And he was hot and at first charming After a month or two I had grown to overlook his insecurities And short temper because the sex was exciting And he made me laugh Oof, first mistake there Um, He asked me if I wanted to be his boyfriend after I treated him to a birthday dinner, to which I replied, sure, but you're not going to be mine with a wink. We went upstate and jerked each other off in an empty park next to a lake. Again, hot. Mm. A few weeks of consistent time together and more of his insecurities started bubbling up. I offered to shoot headshots for him to help with his lack of work. He was upset for whatever reason that day and was acting like a toddler who needed a nap. I almost left. I asked if he would like to join me for a trip to the Whitney. I had grown tired of seeing the latest Marvel movies in his attempt to study the industry. (laughs) Um, His father turned out to be a recurring character in Curb Your Enthusiasm, dot, dot, dot. I asked him if he'd like to come to to my place first. I had an apartment to myself. He declined and told me we should grab coffee and talk. Uh Uh-oh. He broke it off with me saying that all I was invested in with him was sex. Half true. I did genuinely like him. He made me laugh. He kept pushing this narrative that I never listened to his needs, blah, blah, blah. I was four years younger than him. So I wouldn't understand what happens when you turn 26, quote unquote, oh my God. As- essentially telling me that it was entirely my fault for him not wanting to see me anymore. Yikes. The conversation spiraled and my questioning, um, why have you not brought this up before went unanswered in any logical sense? He concluded that life is long. I don't know if we'll end up together. And I was con- confused about what reality the two of us were living in. Anyway, I was upset and feeling lost in life with no job, a BFA, and unable to keep a casual boyfriend. A few days later, I was on Grinder and saw a familiar face. Mm. This motherfucker was using the headshots I had shot and edited <laughs> it for him for free to catch some dick. I don't blame him. I did a good job. I immediately sent... Him an invoice for my services. Oh my God. Even added a family and friends discount. I was met with, You're crazy, stop talking to me. He was right, but I wasn't done. um <laughs> <laughs> Preface I was snorting a lot of crushed up Ritalin at this time and running around doing not a whole lot. I hatched up a brilliant idea to make <laughs> a fake profile and catfish this man. He wasn't the brightest, so I thought it might work. It did. Oh my God. I sent him a random address, then logged off, laughing my way to the bank. I checked the app the next day and found a message. The old woman at, two, or at 629 whatever street did not enjoy her buzzer have, going off at 1 a.m. I had not accounted for, civi- for civilian casualty. Oops. I felt better anyway. A month later, I got a consistent job and had a moment to reflect. Yikes. I I guess my mistake was prioritizing a boy with good dick over getting my life together and also being a, a crazy bitch. Oh my god. It,
0: I feel like I just yeah I've been I've been there. <laughs> I've done all of that down to the snorting um, Adderall not Ritalin. Um what that is one of the best mistakes that someone has written in. I am oh that's actually my favorite mistake that someone's written in. <laughs> that was so funny.
1: Yeah, that was great. That was like a true like Top to bottom, every line of that mistake was like, "Damn, yep, that sounds like a listener to our podcast yeah. for sure." <laughs> like that sounds you like sound someone. Like fun. Yeah, you sound like fun. What are you doing later? <laughs> um, come on the pod. Come on the. I think actually, up, I mean, so. I didn't say their name, but I think this is someone who used to come to my um, monthly show, Thirst Trap. Oh, in, cute. Um, that you did, yes. At one point, they used to come a lot um, to that show. They're uh, they've you know, mm-hmm. long time fan, first time caller, I guess. That's so funny. Um, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're only missed in my opinion. The only mistake is dating an actor.
1: Yeah. You yeah. Know?
0: Everything else was
1: also like, I, I think like for me, whenever I'm in, going through a phase where like not a lot is going on in my life and I'm unhappy about that. Cause let's be clear. We were put on this earth to vibe. To vibe. So when not a lot is going on in your life and you are happy about that, that's one thing. But when you're like insecure and like it sounds like both of these people were like wanting more for themselves. Mm-hmm. And n- neither of those people should have been in any relationship in the first place. Yeah. But especially not with each other. Totally. Like there's nothing worse than like two people that are like just anxiously waiting for the shit to happen. Yeah.
0: There was no balance going on.
1: Yeah. And like the, the, your insecurity gets even like more intense by like the other person's insecurity, I think whenever Mm -hmm. I've been in that situation. Um, So yeah, it's just like a recipe for disaster when you're like really not happy with like where you are in your life professionally or creatively or personally. Mm -hmm. And then adding a, like a lover to that scenario that on its own can be a mistake. But if that lover feels the exact same way, you're just like, it's going to go down in flames. Yeah. Or you're like really good for each other and you get each other back on track and like, that has happened. I'm not saying it's that's like not a possibility. It just isn't the more likely outcome in my opinion. Totally. Anyway, would you like to take us on a deep dive? Sure. Uh... Deep dive.
0: Deep dive. Um, I woke up today thinking about my ex-boyfriend Nolan and then um, was like I'm gonna do a deep dive about that because I haven't talked about him on the podcast yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, I, I, me and Nolan met, me and Olin matched on Tinder in 2017. He lived down the street from me. We never hung out, and then months later, we started seeing each other. And for context, I was 22, had was like still dealing with a broken heart from that Andre boy that I had dated over the summer. This is like fall at this point over the summer. Mm -hmm. Um, and I also was not really, not a lot was going in my life except politics. Um, so I was like running for state rep at this point, snorting a lot of Adderall and cocaine so just like not, you know, really running away from my problem at high speed, at high speed. Listen
1: to the first episode of the pod for more context yes. on that.
0: Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, and so at this point I like was not looking for a boyfriend cause I was like, my heart is broke. Like I'm. Brokenhearted. I don't want to date anyone who's not Andre. But I was horny and I was like, I want to fuck. Mm-hmm. So me and Nolan started hanging out and I was like very honest with Nolan about what I was looking for. And I was like, you know, I'm just looking to hook up with someone consistently. It's fall. I would like love. Hey Lisa,
1: sorry. There's a pop up message. Okay, okay, cool. Wait, this isn't the person you cheated on, is it? Mm-hmm. We well, you told this deep dive?
0: Oh no, no, that was Tony. Oh okay, I cheated on Tony. No, I didn't cheat on Nolan. Oh okay, got it, got yeah. it, got it, got it. Um, <laughs> no, because me and I didn't cheat on Nolan because me and Nolan were not really boyfriend girlfriend. Okay, got I it, call got him it. my ex boyfriend because he acted like one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so we like, I told him I was like, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I want. I want to have fun. And I, like, want to hook up and I want, like, a cuddle buddy, but, like, I don't want to, like, be in a relationship. And I also think that, like, we should, like, fuck other people as well. Mm -hmm. So, like, how do you feel about that? And he was like, yes, 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 but also no. Was like, I'm into all of that, but I don't want to see other people. Uh And I was like, okay, that is annoying, but, like, you're also hot. You know, you can't have it all, Nika. Mm -hmm. So I was like, whatever, like it's Providence. It's not like I actively can be fucking other people because there's no one hot here to fuck. <laughs> so like that was a pipe dream anyway. Uh-huh. So we, um, we're seeing each other and it's cute. It's like, we're seeing each other pretty often. We live literally a five minute walk from each other. So like, so ideal. And you know, it's like going well. And then like the first red flag happens, which is he really wants to give me this, um, like bomber jacket that he had, which was so cute. I hate that I lost it. Um, This bomber jacket that he had that was at his mom's house. And I was like, okay, but I don't want to meet your mom because mm-hmm. I'm not your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And also we've been seeing each other for a month. Mm-hmm. Even if we're your girlfriend, I don't want to meet your mom yet, man. Yeah. Like it's not happening. So he's like, no, we're like in the car and he's driving. And he's like, no, no, no. Like, don't worry. Like my mom's not even going to be there. And I'm like, yeah, but Nolan, like if your mom is there, which like there's a likelihood that she is, cause you didn't call her. If your mom is there, I have to get out of the car and come inside and meet her. And I don't want to. And he was like, well, why do you have to come inside? And I was like, because it's so rude. If you come inside and your mom knows that you're like with a girl that you're seeing. And I, as that girl don't come into the house (sighs) Uh, to say hi to your mom. Yeah. So he's like, "Don't worry, my mom's not going to be there." And I'm like, "Okay," but I literally, in this moment, I feel like I have been kidnapped. (laughs) And I'm like, "Ooh,
1: another!" I cannot wait to relate this to the (laughs) the
0: mistake. And I'm like, (sighs) the you meng inside. So we get to his mom's house, and his fucking mom is there Mm because, of course, his mom is there. Where else is his mom gonna be? She's at home. Uh huh. So we go inside, and I meet his mom, and he gets me the jacket. His mom is super cool. That's the first red flag. The second red Wait, f- his mom being
1: cool is the red no, flag? No, the
0: red flag is that I was put in a situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you know, yeah, 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 like, yeah. I, I think he knew all along that his mom was going to be here Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, for sure. Because we stayed for a while. Anyway. And did it seem like she was like expecting you? It didn't seem like she was expecting me, but she had definitely heard a lot about me. Except for the fact, what is really funny is that Nolan didn't tell her that I was trans because he was like, that's like Nika's journey to tell you that. And so like... I don't, I don't care that she's trans and I don't need to tell you that. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's so hot. I love that. Which like, truly, that is so hot. Yeah. And so, but I, I did not know that. Yeah. So, um, we, I like very, I assume she knew. And so I very casually talked about being trans. And when I left, I guess, um, a few hours later, he got a very angry phone call from his mom being like, I don't care that your girlfriend is trans, which not his girlfriend. <laughs> I don't care that your girlfriend is trans, but you should have told me that because what if like she comes to a family function and there are transphobic people here? I don't want her feelings to be like I want to. Keep her out of a shitty situation. And I can't do that if I don't know all the facts. Mm. Um, Which is, like, so cute. Yeah. Anyway. I'm
1: like, should you go marry Nolan? Just mean, have
0: this as your mother-in-law? I know. She lived in a really cute bungalow. She was a teacher (laughs) and, like, a single mom. I really liked her. And, like, adopted one of her students who became his sister.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah,
0: really cool lady.
1: Iconic.
0: Yeah. So, the next red flag is, like, a week later where we are in my apartment and... I'm in the shower and we had a sliding glass door in the shower that would always come off its track. And so if you're, if you were in the living room and someone's in the shower and they're trying to get the door back on the track, it would sound like something was wrong Mm -hmm. because it would make a really loud noise. So I guess, you know, Nolan is like with my roommate, Sarah, and they hear this and Nolan says to Sarah, I guess I hope my girl is okay in there. And Sarah, like, knew how I felt. And so Sarah tells me, she's like, yeah, so, like, Nolan did refer to you as, like, his, in quotes, girl Uh while you were in the shower. And I was like, I don't love that either. Uh And then another red flag is that weekend we're all out and we're drunk. And Nolan calls me, his girlfriend, to... We he literally makes me like come out to meet his work friends and then is like introducing me to his work friends as his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And I so that's like the final straw, which really sucked because like gave me the best orgasms up until I met a guy years later, but like was like <laughs> the number one in my life for many years that gave me my first vaginal orgasm. Mm-hmm so never forget instead like you know basically the short of it all is that this all happens and i decide that like this person is too clingy and they're not respecting my boundaries and so i ghost them and i wish that i hadn't done that because that was fucked up and we were spending a lot of time together yeah like it's not like a ghosting sometimes ghosting is fine but like we were dating. Yeah. I met his mom. I met his work <laughs> friends. He met my friends. Yeah.
1: Like,
0: you know, it was like four months of us like hanging out. Yeah. I knew his roommates. I was like doing like, I was playing Dungeons and Dragons. Oh. Like
1: oh, we were. You ghosted the, the Dungeons and Dragons.
0: Right before we started. I was, uh. I I remember being like. It, would it be weird if I, like, asked him if I could still play? Oh, my God. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm really having Speaking fun. Speaking
1: of, we do need to organize our, like, winter Dungeons & Dragons, know. like, crew. Agreed. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's like, you know, I ghosted him. And I think, like, part of me ghosted him because I... Well, one, I was just, like, immature and I didn't really know how... You know, I think that I was immature. I didn't know how to deal with, my, with feeling like this person was coming on too strong. And I was like not ready for a relationship at that point in my life. I also was like really hurt by like how Andre had treated me. I think maybe I was like acting out some subconscious revenge fantasy in my mm-hmm. head. Um, And so I ghosted him, which was really fucked up. And to make the like deep dive mistake even worse is that then like a year and a half goes by. We don't talk. I like move from the neighborhood. I don't see him. We're like not following each other on social media. A year and a half, almost two years goes by. I'm working a new job at this restaurant and somehow one of my coworkers finds out that I know Nolan and is like, oh, like I know Nolan, like he has always spoken so highly about you. And I'm feeling like real lonely at this point in my life. Oh no. And uh, I'm like lonely, horny, you know, feeling lost again. And it just like sparked something in me, and I'm like, oh, like Nolan, like Nolan talked nicely about me, cute, and apparently like still was at this point. And I was like, okay, hot, and he was hot. So I like ended up hitting up hitting him up on Instagram. I think I hit him up somewhere where I was like, oh, like I know it's been a really long time, but I'm like working with one of your coworkers. Like, do you or one of what? No, it was someone who worked with him.
1: Oh. Was your coworker? I thought it,
0: she worked with him as well. Oh, gotcha. Two restaurant jobs. Oh, got, gotcha, gotcha, um, gotcha. Gotcha. And restaurant. I was like, we should hang out sometime if you want. Uh huh. And he was like, yeah. And so we hang out, and it was part of it was nice because I like I apologized for everything, and I'm like I'm really sorry for how I treated you, and like I shouldn't have ghosted you, and this is what I was looking for, and he was like, yeah, like it's cool. My feelings were hurt, but like. You know, it's fine. And we spent like the whole night like going we go to like several different restaurants, we get really fucked up. And then tells the bartender at a bar that we would always see each other at that he can't go there anymore, because his ex girlfriend goes there a lot, and he still has feelings for her. So I never heard from him again.
1: Oh my God.
0: Um, and clearly he really did want to be my boyfriend. Yeah. Um, but like thought that he could be a chill boy about it and was like, I can't. And so, yeah, I mean, obviously part of the mistake is that I shouldn't have ghosted this person. I was reckless with their feelings. I think that if this had happened now, I would have been able to see past the bullshit and would have been like, this person is actually not comfortable with this arrangement and I shouldn't even be asking them. Yeah, that."
1: Yeah, yeah. You
0: know, I was like, Oof. a, I was emotionally chaotic. Um, and I think that like another mistake is that like, I mean, listen, he was never going to move to New York, so we wouldn't have like actually been able to be in a relationship But, like, I do wish that I could have been, like, you know, in a better place mentally at that point in my life. Because he would have been, like, a good boyfriend. (laughs) Yeah. Hot, cool, boring, because he's a Capricorn. (laughs) Sweet
1: and clearly really liked you. Sweet and
0: really, really liked me. Like, Like, I have not found a guy since Nolan... Who really, really liked me that way. Um, and like, it was... That's God punishing you. I know. God it was like, God. I sent you one. It is God punishing me. And you ghosted me. him. It was like so down in like a hot way with me being trans. Yeah. Um,
1: and not in like a fetishizing way, yeah. but just like a sweet, like you're hot. And mm. I like you no matter what. But I also recognize that your life is different in these ways. yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah. also like told told off a girl that he worked with who had a huge crush on him when she tried to tell him that he shouldn't be dating me because she was jealous and wanted to date him oh my god just was like very much like a nice boy um nolan right into the pod would you move to new york (laughs) and date nika again this This time this is a misconnection this is a misconnection i know i woke up today thought about him and then masturbated so okay wow nolan right into the pod also
1: don't write into the pod write into nika Nika. that'd be so funny if he emailed the podcast but also would be great for our um ratings it would be great for our ratings (laughs) bestmistakespod at gmail.com
0: um Nolan, write in your mistakes. And he writes in like, my mistake was letting this bitch. Yeah, this crazy (laughs) unhinged bitch not hurt my feelings once, but twice. Oh Uh, my God. I know. I'm so sorry.
1: Okay. Really? Your mistake is losing that bomber jacket, I guess.
0: It was cute. It looked vintage, but it was from um, American Eagle, which was Mm, like the cutest part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I really, I wonder if Nolan, he was getting a nose job last time I saw him because he had a deviated symptom and he had a gorgeous big nose. But was getting a nose job and it was still going to be gorgeous and big, but just not. He could breathe through it better. Breathe through it better, and I'm like, huh. I wonder what that rhinoplasty looks like. If I were even fucking hotter, man.
1: I really. I also have a deviated septum, and I love my nose, so I'm terrified to have anyone touch it. But I would love to be able to breathe through it. That'd be great. Yeah. Um. But. Nolan let us know how that nose job went Because I too might need that procedure And it would be cool to see
0: that your nose Still looks good Yeah Nolan write in and let us know your version of events Because yeah. I was on a lot of coke
1: oh. uh, Our heart goes out To the people that we've been Emotionally reckless with I, so sad. I mean As our listeners know Have had my fair share of Examples like that but I'm sure Some of my future deep dives will also have Like you telling that story reminded me of someone who gave me a jacket, and you just gave me a jacket recently. I did just give you. And I was like, this reminds me of the jacket that my ex gave me, and then when we we broke up, he asked for it back. Oh my god! (laughs) And I met, I walked and met up with him and gave it back. I should tell that story soon because that is somebody that is kind of a similar. It's kind of a similar story actually, but um, now this person is married and has a baby, so Uh, everything
0: worked out, I guess. Before we end the deep dive and get into the main app, I also just, I mean, this isn't even, like, a mistake. It's just, or it's, this is me further being, like, this is why this was a mistake. I was watching Handmaid's Tale at the time, and he fully got caught up on Handmaid's so that we could watch it together. Oh. Because I was complaining that none of my friends watched it.
1: That reminds me of, oh, God, I've been, I was reckless with someone's feelings, kind of, like, during the pandemic. I didn't mean to, but, like, there's somebody that watched all of true blood with me like from afar like we would just hit play on the episode at the same time and like text Mm -hmm. through it and like fully did that just because I love that show and I think he loves it now too but I'm like damn you literally watched all of true blood for me and then like the restrictions lifted and I like kind of moved on with my life I'm so sorry maybe that'll be my deep dive next
0: week oh I don't know though it's still kind of fresh Uh yeah this is not fresh, but I am I just made myself sad. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I'm gonna perk you right back up yeah, with our best mistake today. Yes. Best mistake. Okay, so much like you feeling kidnapped um <laughs> in this relationship, um, and uh somebody kind of like you feel, well, I mean, there's a lot of, I could take this in a lot of different directions, (laughs) just much like you feeling kidnapped. I'm going to leave it there. Okay. Um, so too did Kim Kardashian. Oh yes.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. Finally.
1: (laughs) When she got robbed at gunpoint in her Paris hotel in 2016. uh... Um, so not that like there's anybody in the world who doesn't know who Kim Kardashian is. But I am going to do just a quick background on her because that's just like what we do when we talk about famous people on this pod. Mm -hmm. Um, Kim Kardashian is an American socialite and reality TV star who is like one of the first people that, you know, now we like say people are like famous for being famous. Kim Kardashian Mm -hmm. was like one of the first people to do that. I would say the first person to really do that was like Paris Hilton. Yeah, And Kim Kardashian was kind of like, she was Paris Hilton's friend when Paris Hilton was like at her peak and also worked for Paris Hilton. So I would say that Kim Kardashian kind of like learned from the best. And then like Paris Hilton ran so that Kim Kardashian could sprint, you know, like she became like famous for being famous. And, um, both of them. It was because of a sex tape too, which is yes, very funny.
0: Uh, iconic Aquarius Libra duo.
1: Yeah. So yeah, Kim Kardashian was born October twenty first, nineteen eighty. So almost happy birthday to her. She's about to turn forty one. Wow. Um, Kimberly Noel Kardashian. Um, and you know, I she's still Kim Car- Kim Kardashian West. But she's going through a divorce with Kanye. So I'm going to try to break the habit of saying Kim Kardashian
0: West. Mm-hmm. But it's going to slip out a couple times because we all got used to saying that. Yeah. Also, it, is she going to drop the name? Or... Oh, I don't know. I think she might keep it because of her keep kids it and because of the brand. They're, yeah, like, they're yeah. still they're working together. So, yeah.
1: OK, well, then never mind. Kim Kardashian West. It is cute. Um, so in 2006. So, well, OK, Kim Kardashian's, um, grandparents escaped the Armenian genocide or great grandparents, I guess. And the, actually the way that they did that was apparently the church that they went to, there was like a little boy who wrote a letter and like posted it on the church saying like, everyone needs to get out. Like it's safe in Los Angeles, California. Wow. And her great grandparents escaped and left for Los Angeles, California, right before the Armenian genocide happened, wow. I guess. And like, that's like, you know, it's kind of like a folklore story, but like she claims that like, cause that's not, they're not the only people who have that story that like they were warned and told to go to LA. Mm-hmm. Um, and so some people are like, that's like a convenient, huh. like myth or whatever. But Kim and her family swears that like her grandparents were among the people that were like warned and or great grandparents rather and go to, um, LA. Um, her dad, Robert Kardashian, um, wait—is her dad Robert Kardashian? Mm-hmm. It's also her brother's name, though, right? Yeah. Okay, that's why I got confused for a second. Her dad, Robert Kar- Kardashian, is a famous lawyer. Was a famous lawyer. He is passed now, but he um, is most famous for working on the O.J. Simpson trial. Mm-hmm. Kris Jenner, her mom, and kind of the like, you know, the momager of the whole Kardashian Jenner clan, um, later got remarried to Caitlyn Jenner who um, was like a famous Olympic runner and also is like probably one of the more high profile transgender people in America at the moment. Um, and so there's just like a lot of like fame in the family to begin with. But like, you know, having a father who's a famous lawyer and a stepfather now stepmother, uh, but like stepfather at the time, um, who's like a famous Olympic runner is not usually enough for someone to become, like, a mogul. Like, Mm -hmm. that on its own does not make you famous. So I think Kim Kardashian just, like, knew that she wanted to level up in her socialite ways, and she was friends with Paris Hilton, saw how Paris Hilton had kind of catapulted into fame, um, and I think studied that very closely and tried to emulate it. And one of the ways that that happened was that in 2006 her sex tape was quote unquote leaked Mm -hmm. um, similarly to the way Paris Hilton's was like just a year or two before that. Um, And it was around the time that her sex tape was leaked that the keeping up with the Kardashians (laughs) show started. And like, it just became like an instant, overnight sensation and like she was the talk of the town I think we can all remember those of us who were alive Mm -hmm. in 2007 when keeping up the Kardashians like really blew up it was like a a beginning of a new era Mm -hmm. and I would like I don't I'm not I think that the Kardashians are all kind of like deeply evil people (laughs) because I think anyone who is that like motivated by money and just like has that much money and like like um hoards it in that way. Are not
0: good people.
1: Are not good people. So, I'm not here singing her praises, but I do think that like she gets a lot of flack for being like talentless, and I would say that she's very talented at like business and publicity. And like that's not not a talent, you know. Yeah. Um and she's literally she was a cultural reset. She still is. Um she's like the American royalty. She's fucking Kim Kardashian and all of her siblings are billionaires because of her basically. Yeah. Um. And, and obviously their own businesses that they've you capitalized on because of their proximity to her, to her. But like she did it, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and her mom, I would say. And it's not that Courtney and Khloe did nothing. Like they were a big part of keeping up with the Kardashians. And it's not that like Kendall and Kylie Jenner have done nothing. Like they've obviously made a lot, a name for themselves individually, but they wouldn't have been able to do that without the groundwork that Kim laid in my opinion. So all this is to say by 2016, it has been 10 years since the Ray J sex tape and Kim Kardashian is one of the most famous, if not the most famous person in the world. Um, and in 2016, her, there's a few different approximations of what her net worth was at the time. Um, At this point, she is a billionaire, but in 2016, Mm -hmm. um, estimates showed that uh, she was richer than Kanye West, her husband. Mm -hmm. Um, She took the 42nd spot of Forbes 2016's list of the world's highest paid celebrities with an estimated net worth of 51 million at the time. Mm -hmm. There's another... Money Nation also had an estimate. It's an even bigger estimate um, saying that the fortune of her... um, like her net worth was $149 million as of October 2016, and the couple's combined net worth was about $211 million. Both okay. Kim and Kanye are now individually worth over a billion dollars, and it's only been five years since then, so that's kind of, like, disgusting to think about, yeah. but... Um, But in 2016, both millionaires and like famous, high profile, very well paid millionaires. And she was the richer of the two of them. And I think she still is. Um, So she was a very high profile, very openly wealthy person. And part of her whole brand at the time of like being this like socialite mogul is that she was kind of like, she bragged about how rich she was. All of her clothes were designer. Her Instagram was just covered in photos of like her designer outfits, her super expensive jewelry, her big, beautiful house, her cars, her big dinners out, like part of the Kardashian, um, uh, like empire is that they are these, like, aspirational people. Like, they have unrealistic, hot bodies that they all, like, have put a ton of work into. They all, like, contoured the ever-loving fuck out of their faces and, like, got work done on their faces. Like, they are both physically and, like, lifestyle-wise, like, unrealistic, aspirational people. And that's, Mm -hmm. like, part of why they're so famous and what people like about them for some reason. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So... On October 3rd, 2016, the police chief in Paris is woken at 3 a.m. about an armed robbery at one of the like most high profile hotels in all of Paris. Um, and he's told who it was that was robbed and he has never heard of Kim Kardashian. So he Googles her on his way down to the station to deal with this armed robbery that he just got the report from. And his first thought is, wow, she has a lot of likes on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, the day before Kim Kardashian was robbed, um, she posted on Instagram a photo of her wearing a huge expensive engagement ring from Kanye. Um, and in France, they don't they people don't really rob banks anymore there and really in America either, um, because bank robberies were obviously like a big fucking thing for a long time, especially like I don't know. I would say like the 30s and 40s is when we think of like real like that's how people people could rob a bank, get away with it, like move to a different country and like live a whole new life. Mm -hmm. The way that people are able to accomplish that kind of heist these days is obviously not a bank because banks are now some of the like highest security places. And even when you successfully rob them, they have measures in place to like ink the money that was robbed so that anywhere you try to spend that money It's not worth anything anymore because like it that that ink like shows that it was robbed from a bank, Mm -hmm. you know, like there's just no way to successfully rob banks anymore. So in France, there's a growing trend in group like heist groups. Um, Their way of robbing the bank is robbing the richest people they can find. And those people, because they're just individuals and not like corporations or like, you know, Banks know they have a target on their backs. I feel like rich people don't necessarily feel that same target. They're like vaguely aware they have like security in place. Mm -hmm. But like, especially back in 2016, now that this super high profile robbery has happened, I'm sure it's a similar thing where rich people are a lot more aware. But in 2016, rich people were like chilling and didn't really realize that they were like they had this huge target on their backs and that people who were once robbing banks are now like closely monitoring their next targets of like just wealthy people. Yeah. Um, And they, w- and not just like robbing them on the street, but like really like the way people like the way a heist movie, there's all this planning that goes into like robbing this bank. These like same groups of people are putting that kind of thought into like robbing these people's mansions and not in a bling ring kind of way, which is so funny because had the right people done the bling ring, they would have made so much fucking money. Cause like go listen to our bling ring episode, but it turns out incredibly easy to have robbed Paris Hilton in like whenever that happened 2008 or whatever. Um, but something like that. Yeah. But the, the people who were robbing her were for whatever reason, not interested in actually stealing anything valuable. They just wanted to like steal her accessories and shit, um, and gray goose bottles. But anyway, so Kim Kardashian was staying at a luxury hotel, um, called like hotel de portales or whatever. Potel. Well, I can't speak French, but whatever. But in, in Paris, it is known as the no address hotel because it is known for being like this super high profile hotel. That's kind of hard to find. Um, And for that reason, um, rich people love staying there because it's like, nobody knows where they are when they're staying there and they, they know that their demographic is like the the extremely wealthy. So in order to stay at this hotel, you need to already be on their pre-approved guest list. Like they make a list of like all the richest people in the world. And if you're not on that list, then you can't stay at this hotel. Okay. Um, it's $16,000 per night and, um, Kim Kardashian has been staying, like that was where she would stay every time she was in Paris. So she geotags herself as in Paris on Instagram, um, like enjoying her vacation in Paris and just a day before that had posted this enormous ring. So um, at 2:30 a.m, five men dressed in police uniforms um, on October 3rd, 2016 um, show up to this hotel and knock on the door. And the concierge, even though it's part of their very strict policy to not open the door for anybody that is not currently staying there, he saw the police uniform, so he opened the door. And he immediately realized he made a mistake because they pulled out a gun and immediately handcuffed him. Um, And they said to take him to... According to him, these people told him to take them to the richest guest in the hotel right now. According to like pretty much every other source, they specifically asked for Kim Kardashian, including the, the people who have since been like the suspects who have been, um, arrested and charged. Um, they all say that they were like asking for Kim Kardashian specifically, but the concierge, his story is that they did not ask for her specifically. They asked for just the richest person in the hotel. Um, and I think, I don't know why this discretion, is so important to people, but like, there's just a lot of different versions of this story and we'll get into that later. But th- a lot of people think that this was all like set up. Okay. Um, because like a lot, like the story doesn't add up completely. And that's one of the first like discrepancies is that he insists they did not specifically ask for Kim Kardashian. They asked for just like the richest person there. Um, they held him at gunpoint and he brought him, they he brought them to her room. um, Kim is in nothing but a bathrobe and she hears footsteps outside her door and she calls out to see if it's Courtney who she's expecting to come back at any time that night. Um, And no no one replies. And so then she looks out the peephole of the door and she sees that there are multiple people holding the concierge at gunpoint outside her door. Oh my God. And she starts to panic um, and she hears them like fumbling to open the door and she starts to panic and she realizes she realizes she doesn't know how to call 911 in France. Uh. And so she tries to call her bodyguard, but by the time she like actually is typing in that number or whatever, um she never like actually gets on the phone with him because two men enter the room um and hold a gun to her head and demand they show her where the engagement ring is. And that engagement ring was worth 4 million dollars. Jesus. Um She screamed, pleading for them to not kill her, repeating that she was a mother and she has babies. She thought about making a run for it, but she knew that she would probably be shot while waiting for the elevator doors to open, which makes me wonder, was there not like an emergency staircase in this hotel?
0: Maybe not.
1: That's like terrifying. Anyway, um, they tied her up and put duct tape over her mouth and eyes and put her in the bathtub Um, At this point, she was certain that they were going to rape and or kill her. And she just kept thinking about Courtney coming back to to the room that they were sharing and finding her dead. Um, And so she's like panicking and crying and like making um, basically making peace with like her mortality in this moment. And she also says that she just kept insisting that they take everything. She said that they like found her jewelry box and she was like, please take everything. Just don't kill me. Um, Her high school friend, who was also a stylist that she works with sometimes, happened to be on this trip with her and was downstairs from her room and heard her screaming. So she calls the police and the bodyguard and she calls Courtney and tells Courtney that something's happening. Um, And then so Kanye was in the middle of a concert in Paris Mm -hmm. and apparently immediately interrupted the concert and like went back to the hotel. Courtney came back immediately Um, but the robbery took a total of about five minutes. So obviously by the time everybody came back, like they were gone, but they took everything in her jewelry box and everything in her purse. The items included, um, uh, two Cartier or is it Cartier? Cartier. Cartier. Yeah. I'm not rich, so I wouldn't know, know, but two Cartier diamond bracelets, a gold and diamond, a gold and diamond Jacob necklace, as well as three other gold Jacob necklaces, Diamond earrings by Lorraine Schwartz and diamond earrings by Yanina. A diamond Lorraine Schwartz necklace, a Jacob diamond cross, a diamond necklace with her son Saint's name on it, two yellow gold rings and another diamond necklace that isn't like a specific designer or whatever. Mm -hmm. Both of her smartphones and some cash. The total estimated um, value of what was lost or what was stolen is over $10 million. (laughs) Um, all in all, uh, the robbery took five minutes, like I just said, and their getaway vehicles were bicycles, <laughs> which is kind of smart because, um, you can't like, if anyone saw the license plate of their getaway car, mm-hmm. it would be easier to find them, but also kind of stupid because apparently shit was falling out of their bags oh on the bicycle. Um, like their the, um, diamond, the cross. The diamond cross um, was found like on the street. Oh my God. <laughs> um, a few days later, it was announced that the keeping up with the Kardashians season was going to be put on hold because it was scheduled to come out or start like that week. Um, and there are conspiracy theories that the robbery was staged for insurance money and, or to improve ratings of the show. Cause at this point, keeping up with the Kardashians was not like at its peak the way it once was. Yeah. Um, but the, the new season premiered about three weeks later um, and it's just, to me, I don't know, maybe like it's, there's some logic in that, I guess if they could see that there wasn't as much excitement around the season that was supposed to premiere that week, they're yeah. like, Ooh, well we have to postpone because poor Kim is so traumatized right now. But then also the thing she's traumatized by will make you want to tune in in three weeks. So it gave maybe them more more time to promote the show and Mm -hmm. also have this big reason that people would want to tune in. I'm not entirely convinced that that is like why they would go through all that effort. Also at this point, the conspiracy theories are pretty much completely put to rest um, because these people have been apprehended and have admitted to doing it and are Mm -hmm. like going to prison for the rest of their lives or, you know, not really probably like five, 10 years. I didn't actually look up their sentences, but in any case, it's like, at this point it's a moot point but I it would be um I would be remiss to not mention the conspiracy theories because it is kind of like a big part of at the time the news coverage mm-hmm. of all of this was like was it staged did it really happen Um also one of the conspiracy theories was that there's a video taken by like one of the security guards the night of the robbery that once everyone was back in the room and like talking about what they're going to do and what the plan was Um, there's like this video of Kim on a smartphone while everyone's talking about like that they need to file this claim to the insurance company and that they need to call this person. Like they're all just talking about like what we need to do to like deal with this thing. And somebody there, the video isn't incriminating inherently in what they're talking about. It all sounds like what you would talk about after Mm -hmm. that happened. But um, everyone's like, well, why is she on a smartphone if they stole both of her smartphones? And I'm like, I feel like if I were Kim Kardashian and that just happened to me, I would probably already like someone would go out and buy me a new smartphone yeah. so I could call all my loved ones. And yeah. like, it's just like she's Kim Kardashian. Of course, she has another th- smartphone within an hour. Yeah. <laughs> she's a millionaire with like multiple people that would do More that. For her. Yeah. Yeah. But that was everyone's like, well, apparently her phone was stolen. It's like, OK, but oh, God. of course she got another phone or that could have been Kanye's phone that she's yeah. just using. Like Kanye also probably has multiple phones. Like, I don't know. It was just annoying. That was like a stupid theory, in my opinion. But it is among the reasons why people thought that this was all staged and lie for the fucking insurance money, like as if fucking Kim Kardashian needs <laughs> to commit insurance fraud for 10 million dollars. Like she's a billionaire at this point. So silly. Um, Kim was really upset by the conspiracy theories and filed lawsuits against multiple media outlets that were covering the conspiracy theory, like stories. And she also, um, put a gag order on that video of her on the smartphone, which then made people even more like think that that was like incriminating or whatever. But she later dropped the conspiracy or she dropped the lawsuits against the media outlets about the conspiracy theories, which made people think that like, Now the lawsuits were just for publicity. (laughs) I mean, listen, I'm not a Kim fan, but it's like clear that she can't do anything right. Like anything she does, there's going to be a million reasons why she shouldn't have done it. You know, Um, 11 suspects were arrested regarding the robbery, including a kind of famous robber um, called Omar the Elder. He was like the ringleader, I guess, of this group. And even his lawyers put out this statement that everyone's like, okay, he's not the criminal mastermind that you all think he is he's just like a guy that committed a robbery because there's all these people that was like that were like excited by like this famous guy robbing kim kardashian and like even his lawyers were like guys he fucked up like yeah this if, if he were that much of a mastermind we would not be currently representing him yeah he would have gotten away with it um the men everyone involved were the ages um 44 to 72 and the majority of them were 60 to 72 Mm -hmm. so like there were a lot of like nicknames calling them like the grandpa gang and stuff um one of the suspects claimed that they were never able to sell her ring because of how recognizable it was um another one of the suspects um who dropped the diamond cross has since wrote a book called I Kidnapped Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. And that was like going to be his big like money grab. But the court ruled that he will not make any profit profit from his book. Oh, wow. So now he has a book where he has in writing like that he fully admits to this crime. And he's not going to make any money off of it, that which sucks. I think is kind of funny, but also sucks. Um, none of the jewelry has been found other than that diamond cross. And it is assumed that in order to be able to sell all this like super recognizable, famous jewelry, they had to take it apart and like sell it back into the jewelry industry via like think like Adam Sandler's character in Uncut Gems, Mm -hmm. like those kinds of jewelers that are like they're down to do some shady business. Yeah. And so it's possible that like many people right now are like wearing an engagement ring that has the diamond of one of Kim Kardashian's stolen pieces of jewelry in it wow. and they just don't know it um the concierge is apparently racked with guilt and supposedly wrote her a letter that she never responded to in which he kind of basically was like listen I was like we both were held at gunpoint that night like you of all people know how I was how I felt when they had a gun to my head and I'm like sorry that I brought them to you and that I like opened your door, but I hope you can understand why. Like I was just Mm -hmm. like, it was a matter of life or death for me. And like, I hope that you're going to be okay and that you're not too traumatized. She never responded to his letter. Um, Kim Kardashian's bodyguard is being sued for $6.1 million by her insurer for not being in the
0: room. Oh my God.
1: Yeah. And um, Kim has claimed that the incident... Um changed her into a less materialistic person and states that she like no longer really wears expensive jewelry and apparently doesn't care as much about like showing off and wearing designer clothes and like being photographed in like the best, most expensive things. Mm-hmm. Um, and she um, can now only sleep with twenty four hour security guards. Ugh. And she said that even though it's, like, the most traumatizing thing that's happened to her, she's actually really glad it happened. Because, first of all, if anyone's going to get robbed and they're going to be okay, it's a rich fucking person. She's now a billionaire. So that $10 that was stolen from her sucks, but, like, clearly didn't really set her back financially the way that a lot of us being robbed, it would, like, ruin our lives. Yeah. Yeah. And she said that she's glad it happened because she's glad that her kids are getting this version of her, the version that like doesn't care about like expensive things and material items. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, if it took like this robbery for that to happen, she's like grateful for that. Um, and then she like made it really clear that she's not judging her like sisters who are still all into that stuff. She's like, of course they're proud of their hard work and they should show things off, but I'm just not like that anymore. Um, my sources are um a video by Forbes women called Kim Kardashian opens up about the Paris incident um it, there she did an inter- interview on the Ellen show I watched that as well she did her. Interview with David Letterman. I watched that. He is
0: kind of the fucking worst interviewer ever. He he interrupts so much and is so rude. And he is so condescending, especially in that episode. I know. Like the questions he asks her, I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. He's truly
1: the worst. Why are you asking her about her fucking hair? Also a video called new details reveal what actually happened during Kim Kardashian's $11 million jewelry heist. And that video is by the infographics show on YouTube. Um and then there there was a couple articles. Oh, I also watched the video that the video of her like on the smartphone right after the robbery that everyone was uh, when so she's mad
0: about. crying in bed. I love using that photo <laughs> when I'm um, which I, I don't use it anymore because now that I know it's from that. But her, um, her crying in phone. I love using it as a reaction photo.
1: And then um, <laughs> christianpost.com which I I okay. think is like some Christian website, but it's the website that I got all the net worth information off of. They have. For whatever reason, this Christian website has an article called Kim Kardashian Net Worth 2016 Robbed Reality TV stars Richer Than Her Husband Kanye West. And it's by General Cullinid. Um And yeah, and then I read the Vanity Fair article about the whole thing. So those are my and I don't remember who it was by. And I, for whatever reason, Vanity Fair will not load on my phone right now. So Sorry, sorry, but look it up the Vanity Fair article about Kim's robbery. So those those are my sources. What do we think the moral of the story is? Moral of the story. Oh, also, sorry. One last thing: she never does anymore. She never now posts where she, she is. is. Yes. Moral of the
0: story. I think the moral of the story is the takeaway that. I mean, it's it relates to the pod so much. Like our philosophy on mistakes is that you know it doesn't necessarily bring you. We don't, you know, we've both said before that we don't believe in the idea of like everything happens for a reason, but yeah. everything happens, and well, then, and then
1: things happen as a result of it. As a result of yeah. it, yeah.
0: And I mean, I think that is a would be the my takeaway and moral of the story for this is that like it obviously had an impact on her life in a very positive way through the trauma there yeah. was a new kind of change for her at her core as a person or so she says. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, like, so as I said, like the, the heist strategy was like keeping track of her Instagram and finding out where she was via like finding out both what she had, like what kind of wealth was available to Rob of her and also where she was via like her Instagram whereabouts and like, She is a very famous person. So of course it's a little bit different, but I think we could all benefit from being a little bit wiser about just like what we reveal on the internet about our like personal location and what we have. Yeah. Like I, it's, I often don't post where I was. Like if I go on a trip until after I've already left that trip, Um, unless it's like, I'm like bouncing around a lot on that trip. Mm -hmm. Um, because it's like true, like creepy people that are keeping track of you are going to be able to glean a lot from a little bit of information. And like, also then people, people know that you're not home when you do that. Yeah. And like, I just think that, I mean, you and I are extremely, open uh, online and on this podcast about like where we are and what we're doing. But I, I do like it is like that happening to Kim, I think was kind of a wake up call for like everybody about like, you never know who is doing what with that information.
0: Yeah, They
1: apparently were watching her for two years before they decided when yeah, to to rob her. Part. So it's not like she could have suspected it, you know, like it was two years of people just like lurking on her Instagram until they were like, aha, four million dollar engagement ring and she's in Paris. Let's go. Like that's scary. Yeah, that is scary. Um, And I think it's different like for her. She like obviously for security reasons should never post exactly where she is like her whole thing now is that she like she'll take a picture at the restaurant and post two days later about the restaurant. Mm-hmm. I don't think like regular people need to be that paranoid. Like you can post about the food you're eating when you're eating it, I guess. Yeah. But like, I do think it's kind of smart to wait until you're at least not at that restaurant anymore. I agree. Like you never know who checking yeah. and why. Um, But yes, everything not, it's not like it's cosmically everything happens for a reason, but good things come out of bad things. And I think in this case, like, yeah, she's a better person, I guess for this having happened to her. Um she's also now a billionaire. So I'm like it's not like she's less materialistic in general. She just doesn't spend it on like clothes and jewelry anymore. Yeah. Maybe she's a billionaire because she doesn't spend her money as much on uh-huh. that shit. Who knows? Um yeah,
0: Kim Kardashian is a billionaire because she saved.
1: Yeah, because she stopped buying avocado toast.
0: So why don't she didn't you She go to Starbucks
1: every day. Think yeah, about that. Think about
0: that before you fucking insult her.
1: Yeah. Um anyway, oh and i think we should mention because we said that it's pot like the last time we recorded it was before britney's court date yes and now we have like the info that britney is going to be free on november 12th yes hopefully hopefully but yeah yeah um and her dad is no longer her conservator and you know we're not a britney podcast but we have been talking about that case a lot so i did want to not
0: a britney podcast but i mean we did kind of we like did bring, We freed we, her. We freed her. Yeah. With our free Britney episodes. You yeah. so should go listen to that.
1: Yeah. So go listen to that. Listen to our Patreon episodes. Write into the pod. Write your mistakes into the podcast.
0: Bestmistakespod best best at gmail.com. Dot com.
1: Leave us a review. Write email. Write Nika a detailed email on why you don't like her. Feel free to skip that email for me though. I yes. don't need to know. Um, um you can do
0: that at nika.lamazzo at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, you can just, I guess, tell my friends
0: why you don't like me. Yeah, you can I guess tell. that's the strategy these days. Don't but. tell me because I tell all of yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um And test your, your holes, holes test, test your drugs, and kiss your friends, your friends on, on the mouth. The
0: mouth. <laughs> Bye. We love you. Bye.